Come on in to Margaret McSweeney's Kitchen for Kitchen Chat, where every week you'll meet chefs, cookbook authors, foodies, gourmets, and just plain people who love to eat. And along with laughter, chat, recipes, and stories about food, you'll sometimes also hear words of inspiration, love, and hope. As Margaret always says, Kitchen Chat is food for the senses and food for the soul. So grab a cup of coffee, put your feet up on a comfy chair, and get ready to spend a little time with Margaret and her friends. Welcome to Kitchen Chat. I'm your host, Margaret McSweeney, and I'm so excited you're joining me here in the award-winning Viking and La Cornu showroom in the Merchandise Mart. I'm here with my co-host, Chef Jamie Larita, who is the brand ambassador for Viking, and I am just thrilled for you to meet once again, because he's been on Kitchen Chat before, Donnie Medea, outstanding restaurateur for James Beard in 2015, and an outstanding person. Welcome thanks, to Kitchen Margaret. Chat. Thanks, thanks. Thank uh, you both. Well, I love this one description on the website, which talks about how you are really typify the art of collaboration. And collaboration seems to be a key ingredient of your success through the years. Can you share with us about how that works both professionally and personally? Well, I can credit um, a lot of the collaboration based on a soundbite that my business partner, Terry, whispered in my ears many, many years ago, uh, no one person's bigger than the whole. So I think what's interesting about that is I can't do it all. Paul can't. My business partner, Chef Paul Khan, can't do it all. Terry can't do it all. All of our restaurants are hopefully successful by collaboration. You know, I'm front of the house, uh, the kitchen uh, is handled by uh, Paul. In the early years, uh, we only had one restaurant, so that was cut up by sections. My business partner, Ricky DeArmit, handled the bar and, and the wine. Our other youngest member, Edward Shaitan, Cinderella story, came here from Romania with his family, saved his money, had an opportunity, worked with Rick. The, he brought him in. We needed money. <laughs> um, so we took him in, and, and he became a partner. And, and then I took care of the front of the house reservations, guest relationships, and, and Paul cooked. And the, I think what, what we got out of this is that if we only did, I don't know, one or two dinners a night, we can handle that without any staff. <laughs> so I hopeful, hopefully that's a cheerful uh, or joyous experience of um, 20 years ago. And wow. I can't imagine how many dinners a night do you do now? Well, look what we yes. have here. We have Blackbird, <laughs> Avec, The Publican, The Violet Hour, Big Star, Publican, Quality Meats, Nico Stria, Dove's Luncheonette, Publican Quality Bread, Publican Tavern at O'Hare, Publican Anchor. How many restaurants that's are there? Standard Time is a new one, yes, too. Yes, and that's yes. a great one we hear. It sounds great. You know, you have these many, this many restaurants, but there's also the staff members that take care of these restaurants um, like they happen to be their own restaurant. And without our staff, Terry, Paul, Edward, Peter, Kimberly, all the partners couldn't run from one place to another to make sure that each guest was happy. So we have to not just uplift, but give our staff autonomy and give them responsibility to take care of guests and, and, and make them happy. Um, so it sounds great. On paper. Yeah, it looks great on paper. But the, uh, the juggling act of, uh, of all of these restaurants, 
also has to do with a lot of responsibility. Absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I posted our kitchen chat on Facebook, and Barbara Lazaroff immediately commented and saying, oh, to tell you hi, and what a wonderful memory she she had. She's doing great. She's a nice lady. Yes. And um, an incredible force to to reckon with um, designer, restaurateur, you know, she just does it all and she's everywhere and and knows so many people and, and she's so gracious as well. Yes. She's and very gracious so and Charlie, a beautiful lady as Oh, well. yes, and so sparkly, yes. Barbara Lazaroff. <laughs> we love her. So when we, when I live in Bucktown and every time I walk past um, Big Star, it's just jamming. Mm-hmm. And Doves is right next door. Who picks the location? Because mm-hmm. as in everything else and in real estate and the success of restaurants, a lot of it is based on location. So mm-hmm. who does that? Interesting story. So I office in the West Loop and my other business partners, Peter Garfield and Terry Alexander, office in Wicker Park, your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And above the Violet Hour this is this roof um where, where it houses all of the HVAC, um, and they would go out there and clear their heads sometimes. And Peter um, and Terry would look across the street at this space, uh, which was Pontiac Cafe at the time, many, many years ago, and they said, man, that would be a great location if we ever got it. Terry's uh, dear friend, who owns Milk and Honey Granola, mm. uh, Carol Watson, she actually had her milk and honey a little cafe where Doves was. The landlord who um, owns the space, Doves, the space, that building, and uh, the Pontiac Cafe asked her if she would like that because the lease was coming up. And and she goes, I, I don't think so, but I, I might know some, some um, restaurateurs that would like it. She made the introduction. We sat down with her and the landlord, and we carved out a lease and... We took over the space and, well, we came, up, we came up with a concept, but that's how it all came. Looking above the, the street down at Pontiac Cafe and looking at this beautiful outdoor cafe that was developed, but it could have been developed even more. And that was the thought process, like big outdoor cafe, great food, accessibility, more instead of doing a white tablecloth restaurant, it just rang that the energy outside for people that live in this city, as you know, mm-hmm. um, what do we have? A hundred days of summer a year. They want to be outside. They don't want to be inside. So anytime you have a, a, a patio that seats that many guests, you're hopefully that you'll fill it and people will continue to it's come. Full. Yeah. And I hear that's where the chefs go to eat. After a long day of cooking, they really just love going there. Cheap eats, great bourbon, <laughs> great beer list. And why the name Big Star? Why the name Big Star? I, anytime you name a restaurant, it's like naming your son or daughter, a, mm-hmm. a new child. And it becomes so competitive. And I have actually coin it like the name game. Like, who's going to win the name game? <laughs> and, 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 and there's this territorial remarks about, no, I like mine better, you're better, this is better. Oh, I talked to so-and-so, they love that name better, and your name's okay, and, and so... Terry and, and, and Paul are big music fans, and there's this great band called Big Star that we took influence, influences from because one of the album covers that they have is this neon, yellow neon of the five-pointed star. So um, I think I can give them credit um, for a little help. Um, thank you. But that's how it all came to be, um, the star, five-pointed star, and then Tony Fitzpatrick, iconic, 
artist um, who's lived and worked in the Wicker Park uh, neighborhood for years and also is an historian of writers and artists in that neighborhood. Um, he threw his hand up and said, I want to give you my five-pointed star, which is yellow, black, and red. Gave it to us because I want to leave a legacy to this neighborhood. And, and that's how the five-pointed star came to be even more announced in that neighborhood. Wow, I'm glad I asked that question. Yes, that, that was great. That's a good great question. question. And speaking of big stars, a big star is your family. That is so important to you. Can you share with us how old is your son now? So Bronson's five, uh, five and a half. He just started kindergarten. He loves school, I think. It's his second week. I dropped him off this morning, uh, and um, he had a big smile on his face. And he didn't need my help. He knows where everything's at, so he ran up the stairs and see you later, Pops. <laughs> I bet he brings the best lunches to I school so. ever. Right? <laughs> well, thanks to my wife, Estelle. She's uh, an incredible cook. And, and, and how long have you been married? So we just celebrated Sunday, um, Mark, six years. We've been together since 2010. So eight years together, six years uh, of bliss marriage. Wow. Congratulations. Speaking of anniversaries, there's another big anniversary, 20th anniversary of you're hitting, you're hitting all the marks, yeah. <laughs> wow. 20th anniversary, December of um, 20, uh, 2017. So we're in our 20th anniversary year. And like I shared with you both earlier, we are so lucky and privileged. We're going to take this show on the road. On October 11th, we're cooking at the Beard House. And speaking of James Beard, you have won so many awards, design awards for your restaurants. Thomas Slusher. Yes, Outstanding Restaurateur and um, the Violet Hour. For Best uh, Bar Program, Paul's won three, Best Chef in the Midwest in 2004. Uh, who's Who in 2014, he shared that award with um, David Chain, and then he also won uh, Outstanding Chef of the Nation, and I believe, was it 2014 or 2013? 2014, I believe. So yeah, we're, we're blessed um, with great nominations, and we're blessed with some great awards that well, it took 20 years, but uh, hey, it doesn't happen overnight. Like Margaret says, God's trains run on time. So, Donnie, I have to ask you, where do you go aside from your fabulous restaurants? Where do you go in the city to eat? Yeah, great question, because um, my wife's a great cook, Estelle. Right. Um, and before being married and having my wife being such a great cook and a smart cook, um, she's plant-based now, so uh, I'm watching a little bit more what my intake is, um, which is interesting. But we can get back to that in a minute. My go-to restaurants, I'm a big pizza nut. Um, I'm a big fan of Dave at Coal Fire. Love his pizzas. I love uh, Fornarosos. I'm not a snob. I'm not a pizza snob. I'll eat tavern pizza. Um, I probably will have a half of a slice of a deep crust. My son loves uh, Loon Malnati's, which is also down the street on Randolph. So I, I eat all types of pizza. I love uh, Parachute um, on I love Elston. Parachute. I like that it's 
they're trailblazers. They're they're off the beaten track, and that in itself is a commitment um, and also a responsibility to bring uh, guests up that way. I mean, you've been there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what it takes to uh, bring guests outside of a neighborhood. I love I love the fact that you brought in pizza. I mean, pizza is one of those things, <laughs> yes. right? It's like one of those. It's love, things. right? Pizza is it's love. just love. Hallmark yeah, of is Chicago. A, yeah, it is. It's yeah. some, and we talk about pizza a lot here in the showroom. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually have the Viking Turbo Chef oven. And you're lucky. Yeah, because well, we make we make uh, a lot of pizzas for our guests because we can show them how to make a pizza really really fast. Yeah. But um, there's lots of great restaurants in Chicago, and Chicago being, you know, one of the number one, I guess, yes. in my mind, it's the number one food yes. city in the world. Absolutely. I love the fact that all the restaurant tours, restaurant owners, chefs, there seems to be this really nice um, camaraderie. camaraderie. Yes. Yeah. You know, and I feel like instead every- of being competitive, right? I mean, I'm sure there's some competitiveness. I mean. Um, there's some great restaurant groups out there. We have the Publican on Fulton, um, across the street. Rich Melman just opened Beatrix, and now his his newest restaurant on the rooftop um, that just got three stars from uh, Phil Vitell. Credit to them. Uh, uh, I believe it's Ama. Kuma's uh, on the corner. La Serena. There, there are so many great restaurants in the West Loop, and um, they're gaining more momentum. But pizza just happens to bring it home you know it's flour water Mm -hmm. great ingredients um white or or red with or without cheese and i also like pasta a lot so i do like the pasta that we create at um nico um oh yes so (laughs) i i I don't want to use one of our restaurants as that i know but you should (laughs) you do it right i I think chef bill does a great job there Mm -hmm. and his crew they make incredible pasta so i'm really lucky i'll if I'm working there, usually Thursday or Saturday nights, I'll uh, I'll lean over to the line um, the line and ask them to politely make a pasta dish for me. And in the midst of the chaos, they're they're nice enough to do so. So yeah, wow, that's amazing. And yeah. you said something so profound that pizza and I think also pasta brings it home. And another thing that you really bring home is that of your heart for charity. And you're so supportive of Alex's lemonade stand. Can mm-hmm. you share with us what compelled you to be so supportive and charitable for that? I'll, I'll try and do it quickly, but that's a 13-year story. Um, the uh, Vetri boys out of Philly mm-hmm. um, collaborated with Elizabeth and her husband to do one charity event on Broad Street in front of um, Osteria. And the Vetri Boys have been running this event for 13 or 14 years. They now do it at the Urban Outfitter corporate headquarters, which is the, the backdrop of, uh, a, uh, of all the dry docked uh, naval carriers uh, in the naval yards. So this beautiful backdrop. So when you go there, um, they sell it out. I think they sell over 1,200 tickets, and they probably bring a million dollars. Uh, of uh, research and development for uh, pediatric cancer. Mm-hmm. So then Susan Goyne, Nancy Silverton, and Susan Goyne's um, business partner, Carolyn Stein, collaborated. And I just got back from L.A. They're on the grounds of UCLA. Um, Forty incredible chefs from L.A. and around the country. Great beverage uh, people are involved. Jimmy Kimmel has a stake. Um, I believe that they also rang, rang over a million dollars in funds for research and development. So 
not only are we involved here in Chicago with uh, Tony Montuano from Spiaggia, Paul and I collaborate with him. We're not as lucky because we don't have that star uh, quality here in Chicago. We have our own stars, but um, like yourself um, and you, but um, <laughs> we, don't, we don't have that Hollywood. Um, right. But we do it at Revel, uh, and we raised around four hundred thousand dollars for Alex's Lemonade Stand, and um, it's in our fifth year. So, and then Paul uh, does his educational process for um, educating children in public schools on how to eat, what to eat, what kind of um, food should be fed to children in schools so they can not only feed their stomach, but they can feed their mind. So important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so important. That's great. And a myriad of, of other charities that were involved with that were just in the background, but those are our two main charities and MS as well and mm -hmm. uh, the Chicago Food Suppository as well. So those are all important things that we're constantly involved in and giving. And thank you for that. That's incredible. Wow. And I noticed that, um, you know, every time I see you, I have to say, <laughs> I, every time I see this man, um, I have a thing for style and fashion myself. <laughs> And people actually say, like, do you know Donnie Medea? Because he dresses really well as well. Talk to me about your passion for fashion. That's well, great. It rhymes. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I don't take it that serious. But I, in trying to find my path of career, my journey, um, I sold clothes. I sold, <laughs> sold clothes retail, and I also sold clothes wholesale for a bit. And um, I believe that it's what you see but it's also historically you look back at fashion and you look at some of the great movies and um, I can't name them all but Cary Grant the way he carried himself and how he dressed and you know I look at a movie like High Society right. with uh, Bing Crosby and, mm -hmm. and Sinatra just the way the, the, the men carry themselves mm -hmm. and I think that yeah. we should also don't we have a, a, a little bit of responsibility it's charity, bigger responsibility, but a little responsibility to maintain how we carry ourselves and how we should be responsible in, in meaning carrying ourselves in our dining room, taking care of guests. And if you want to be treated a certain way, maybe that maybe look a certain way and not that it you're supposed to, if you want to wear jeans and you, you want to wear a t-shirt like I'm wearing, um, but there's also an opportunity to dress that t-shirt up as right, well. Right, right. I mean, you, you look great. Oh, thank you. I just love, I just, I just love, thank you. I just love that um, you said that because for me, it's all a matter of how you dress to me as an expression of how you treat yourself. And for me, I, I resonate with all of those movies. It's very old school. It is, um, right. It's an, oh, yeah. My, and, and when I was younger, I would look at those movies and I would look at those uh, sophisticates and I would say to myself like one day I want to yeah. be I want to dress right. like that and I think men uh, especially in Chicago I think men in Chicago have great style uh, the women always have but I think men in Chicago I notice that when I go to these events and I see you at these events and other men at the events I think Chicagoans are they're more free with their style, and I and I like I like that about you. Yes, you two oh, are ready thanks. for a fashion shoot <laughs> right here. But what I also love is that it's really, and my dad always taught me this. It's about presentation, not mm -hmm. only how you look, but also the plate, the presentation right. on the plate. 
as well. So great, great lessons for that. But speaking of on the plate, you had started to talk about plant-based food. I am so curious about this change. Uh, Estelle, my wife, she will not falter. Not a morsel. I mean, she'll eat fish um, a little bit, but uh, cheese, butter, dairy... Um, she cut that all out of her diet, makes her feel better, she sleeps better. But I, I think I can incorporate a little bit of that, but also have some little yeah. evilness. In Speaking it. of going out and eating a lot and drinking a lot, <laughs> we talked a lot about food, but when we talk about, you know, Donnie Medeo, we associate, you know, all of this, the restaurant, the food and all that. But what do you do for fun? Like, what, is, what does Donnie do? Like, do you, do you have an art? Do you, like, do pottery or do you no, paint or do no. you sing? I've got what, dancing. You know, what do you, tonight, today, what do you do I, for I, fun? Today, tonight, um, I'm going to Burger Night. Every Tuesday, I try to go to Burger Night. I'm not plugging my restaurants. Please understand. About the food. But um, tonight is Burger Night. It's every Tuesday at PQM. And... Um, it's so much fun. It brings a community of people. And, and tonight, it's Boca versus PST. Ooh. Ooh. So um, Erling Wubauer <laughs> versus... Uh, Ooh. Um, That's going to be good. Lee Wolin. Wow. So And they're friends. <laughs> of course. So who's going to make the best burger? But also, it, there's this camaraderie of chefs that go there and, and drink great beer. And we have people change seats and, and tables, and it's nice. So that's where I'll be tonight. And, uh, Estelle and I took Bronson to Disneyland. So there's a lot of uh, activities for Bronson. And, and, yeah, you're uh, focusing, you're focusing you on, yes. yeah, you're focusing you on the kids. Be a, yeah, for sure. Invisible I love to hear that. I love to hear that, especially when you know. I know a lot of people in the restaurant business and their family life. You know, especially in the beginning, yeah. when they're growing, they, it's uh, it gets compromised sometimes. But it's really great to hear that. You know, you're focusing on the fatherhood. Yes. I think that's wonderful. I always like to end kitchen chat with three tips. So it could either be tips for the home chef, tips for the restaurateur, fashion tips, whatever. Three mm-hmm. tips. Yeah, even a tip for someone that wants to get into the restaurant yeah, business. Absolutely. I think I, think I can. I, I think I, I can hit all three of those. Oh, wow, great. Um, <laughs> for the home um, cooking, maybe take a look at plant-based mm-hmm. um, vegetables. Um, my wife uh, has this secret. She substitutes cheese um, with almond. Uh, she dissolves the almonds and creates a sauce out of this oh, yeah. almond, and that's her cheese. So Great. really, really tasty, and you can't even tell the difference. It's incredible. So um, maybe a little bit more plant-based diet in your in your home. As far as uh, the restaurant tour goes, I think being single-minded. Hmm. I believe that there's a lot of new opportunities out there for chefs and, and young restaurateurs, meaning that retail has taken a different turn. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's availability and new uh, developments. Hmm. So these new developments are going to uh, restaurant groups or they have different offerings, newer offerings. I, I think um, be pragmatic about the opportunity, um, be single-minded in the opportunity, Chefs and restaurateurs trying to do one or two things or three things at once instead of being single-minded, mm-hmm. worrying about one thing. You know, when we opened Blackbird, all we did was eat and sleep and think about being successful. Um, and, and we didn't do anything for five years. All we did was think about how we could be the best little 65-seat restaurant um, in Chicago, maybe one day the nation. And we were single-minded about it. So that, that's what I would say to restaurateurs thinking about opening a restaurant right now. Be single-minded. 
great advice. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing about fashion. I think I'm one, maybe you are. I might be the last... I might be the last guy that stills going that still goes into a store and touches and feels and talks and and has a relationship with salespeople hmm. about the purchase. This is one of my um, idiosyncratic um, new two. I'll tell you about. On the way here, I walked. I was helped a lady get up the stairs for a minute, but I could have been a little bit earlier had I had an Uber app and taken an Uber. I was waiting for a taxi, so I, I don't Uber. Um, We're very much alike. Idiotic, right? <laughs> no. And then the other thing is I, I don't buy anything online. Wow. Nothing. It just I have relationships for years. Mm-hmm. I go to stores. I talk to people. And um, maybe they can share something with me that I can't get in a booklet or washing through images of thousands of pants or mm-hmm. shoes and and I'm looking at it and I'm going it's going down or I'm going upward and I'm looking I'm looking I'm looking I'm like I don't even know what I'm looking at anymore. right 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 <laughs> I, I, I wonder if a little bit uh, yeah I wonder ex- well feel it is feeling and touching you know it's very tactile but with the pieces that I buy or that I find it could be something from Ted Baker or even something that I might find in a thrift store yeah you know some of these things, or most of these things for me, have energy, and I have to identify with it. Yeah. I have to touch it. I have to like form a relationship with it, right? And that's what I think good dressers do, is they form a relationship with their garments. And I believe, too, when you pass them down, that there's a certain part of you within them. Mm-hmm. Same thing like a recipe or a memory, right? Oh, that's yeah. great. Beautifully said. And I feel that. I feel very, I feel connected to all of the pieces. And even in my home, as a designer, I, I have things that I brought home from different countries that resonate energy. And I feel like that's very that's beautiful. Uh, connected with fashion as well and food. Oh, these are just great tips. And I especially love the one about relationship. Right. Thank you so much. You did a great much. job. Your, your interview, your, your, your questions were great on point and you're, I'm just a sidekick. Oh, no. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I mean, you you added to the um, the energy using your word. Thank you. Oh. Yeah. You, I know every time I see you from now on, um, it's funny when you meet someone and you don't really know them or you don't talk to them. It's always in passing with you. And I, I know who you are clearly from the restaurant industry, but you're a pleasure to be with. And I would oh, love thanks. to spend yes. time with you. One, Maybe we can go to dinner sometime. That's got a big star. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you're, you're a nice man. He's yeah. a nice guy. Yeah. Nice thanks. person. Thanks. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. So thank you, dear foodie friends, for joining me on this culinary journey here in the Viking La Cornue showroom. Come visit Chef Jamie here at the Merchandise Mart. I'm coming back. Yes. Yes. (laughs) The product is beautiful in there, and the showroom is amazing. You got to get some new Viking, new Viking pieces. Beautiful. Absolutely. Really beautiful showroom, and thanks to Salim. Yes. Yes. And you know Salim. I do. Yeah. Isn't he great? He's a great guy. He's a great man. He's got a great vision, and um, the showroom is spectacular. The product line is incredible. Your design is spot on. Thank you. I mean, well a lot to me. Well done. Absolutely. I also like this detail. Um, is this Carrara? Or is yeah, it this, is. Uh, yeah. It is. 
Although, yes. see, this is a man who understands the details. Absolutely. But thank you so much. Visit thevikinglife.com. Also visit Donnie Medea's great restaurants. Go to the James Beard House for his wonderful meal. And come into my kitchen, too, kitchenchat.info. And always remember to take a moment and savor the day. Thanks for joining Margaret for Kitchen Chat today. Margaret would be so excited for you to drop by and visit with her at kitchenchat.info, where you'll enjoy podcasts, blogs, recipes, tips from chefs, and even great giveaways. She invites you to share your recipes and kitchen stories, too. As Margaret always says, savor the day.